And hello, welcome to God's Pathway to Life, the channel where we learn how to put God in our life so we can get on the pathway to life that God has predestined for us before time in the world was ever created. Yes, that's right. God has chose you to be with him at the end of time for eternity, forever, before everything, before the world, before time, before anything was ever created. Yeah, you was chosen before anything was ever created. He chose you. <clears throat> because he knew that you would accept salvation when he offered it to you. Just a minute. Thirsty. Because we got a lot of work to do. I usually, uh, the first podcast that I put out was about 20 minutes long. I'm going to try to keep them about 20 minutes long if I can. <clears throat> and uh, I know some people are, are busy and don't have a lot of time, but you do have about 20 minutes that you can spare. And see, that's my point. If uh, putting God in your life is, you know, can you can you give God 20 minutes of your time to, to, to listen to his word and, and, and partake of his bread? Because the word of God is bread. And if you're uh, <clears throat> out there and you're hurting and you're lonely and you're sad and you're depressed, that's because you're spiritually anemic. Your your spiritual body is spiritually anemic. You're starving yourself to death out there. You're living in the world and you're getting a lot of worldly food out there, but you're not getting any spiritual food. And if you're going to one of those churches that have a lot of flash, boom, and bang, and a lot of loud music and stuff, you know, they're filling your, your, your flesh, you know, you're getting all hyped up, you're getting that emotional kick, like I said, you, when you walk with God, you can't walk with God with emotions, you know, you're, you know, emotions are, are, are physical things that your body, which is your, your shell that you're walking around in, that's just the side effects of your shell, people get emotional, you get uh, highs and lows. Some people, when they get uh, salvation and they walk down the path and they make their statement of faith and they get dipped in the water and they come out, uh, uh, they feel like they're walking on clouds. I mean, they feel like the bullets could they could stop bullets. They can. Uh, they feel like Superman. They feel like a Christian Superman. But you know, eventually that feeling's going to go away. <clears throat> that spiritual high is going to come down, and then you're going to be on the spiritual. Uh, low down, coming down off a spiritual high, and then you're not going to feel too great. And see, that's one of the reasons why you really don't want to put your, your feelings in, in, in your walk with God. You want to have uh, logic and understanding and facts and truth. That's what you want to have when you walk with God. Because if you fill it up with uh, 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 emotions, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be, uh, you're going to have a difficult walk. It's, it's going to be a difficult walk for you. So you need to remove the emotions up out of it. Take take emotions out of your walk, your relationship with God. Um, you know, there's there's joy, there's happy, there's byproducts of faith, and we'll get into that as we uh, continue down this path. There's byproducts of faith, and uh, when you when you see people going to church, when you see read people reading their Bible. When the, <clears throat> you see people doing kind things for people, those you know, and, and they're Christians, those are byproducts of faith. 
That's what faith produces. Because God talks about fruit, and we're going to talk about that tonight, uh, uh, the fruit. And uh, I need to get another drink of water just a minute. So uh, let's get started on this. <clears throat> um, first uh, podcast, like I said, I talked about was God putting faith in men. And, uh, and that's how people become Christians. And if you're a person that doesn't go to church and you're a person that's lost, you know, God loves you too. And uh, when, he, when Jesus died, he died for the world. He died for the world. He didn't die for a select group of people. He didn't die for just the people that were going to make a statement of faith. Although he knew who would make that statement of faith and stay true to it, that's not the case. He loves humanity. He loves human beings. I mean, he made you. He created us. He, he loves us. And that's why he gave his only son for us to, to come down here and, and to die and, and to, uh, save our souls so one day we can be reconciled with God and live with God. The whole thing is going to be great. You know, the whole thing's going to be great. If, and the reason why you're you're looking for God, the reason why you're listening to this podcast, and the reason why you searched it out, is because God put it in your heart to do that. <clears throat> and if you're lost, He's talking to you. He's putting that desire in your heart, and be thankful because you may be lost now, this very minute. You may be living a sinful life. You may be lost, but God has put that desire in your heart. So uh, rejoice and be happy because you're on your first step. You're on your first step. Your first step is acknowledging that God is talking to you, acknowledging that he's, he's asking you to, to come walk this path with him. <clears throat> so I'll start to ramble on if I don't stay on my course here. Okay, so uh, what we're going to do tonight or today is uh, we're going to uh, jump into the Bible and talk about uh, uh, John chapter 14, the book of John. That would be in the New Testament you got uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and then you got John. So that's your, let's see, one, two, three, fourth Bible into the New Testament. And we're going to chapter 14. So if, if you have a Bible and you want to check it out, I'm on chapter 14 in the book of John in the New Testament. Uh, make sure you got a King James Bible. If you have difficulties reading a King James Bible, then and you want to get another Bible like a NIB or another Bible, you got to be very careful. Those Bibles are corrupted. But what I would suggest, if you have, if you're already reading out of one of those, and you think that that's the Bible you need to read out, I would suggest that you read from two Bibles. I would suggest that you get a King James Bible and study both Bibles side by side, and then in your studying as you're going through the Bibles, then you might start to see the differences, the difference between the Bibles. So uh, let's get started on that. And enough about that. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, chapter 14. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe in me also. In my Father's house... Are many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Now let's check that out right there. 
Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe in me also. And see, that's what I'm talking about. Has God put that faith in your heart? And um, so rejoice and, and be glad to know that God has chosen to have a relationship with you. Now, there's a lot of people on Sunday uh, at UC riding around and not going to church. You know, it's pretty sad. There's an opportunity to get up and worship with God, and these people don't do it. And then the second part, he says, In my Father's house are many mansions. Well, what he's talking about in my Father's house, God doesn't really live in the house. He's talking about God's domain, where God actually dwells, you know, is, is many places, many mansions, many beautiful, beautiful homes. And see, uh, men, we only know worldly things, you know. The, I mean, you, you know what expensive is. You know, when, when I say expensive, there's something that pops in your mind that you think, well, that, you know, that's expensive. And if we talk about precious stones, diamonds, jewelries, emeralds, sapphires, and stuff like that, you're thinking, well, yeah, that's, that's pretty expensive. And there's some uh, rings out there that are pretty, are, are just beautiful. And when you look at them under a light, well, you, you take that, that beauty of that stone, and you multiply that by like a, I don't know, 100,000 times. And then, and, and that's what you would get in heaven. Nobody can tell you what's in heaven, you know, except for the ones that, or John that was given the vision of heaven. Other than that, you know, we don't know. We have to take the word for it. But let me tell you, it's going to be far better than this world is. It's going to blow this world away. It's like when you see something like the Grand Canyon for the first time and you're, you're awed or overwhelmed, or when you see, uh, 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 when you're on top of a skyscraper and you overlook the city for the very first time and you're just amazed at how the space and huge and expanse, yeah, well, could you imagine what heaven's going to be like? It's, it's going to be, you know, like 20, 20 times awesome. Since, and, and like I said, he's up there preparing a place for us. And then, uh, so, I just I just want to have to share that with you. So let your... Net lo, net, <clears throat> Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe in me also. My father's house are many mansions. If there if it wasn't true, I wouldn't I wouldn't have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And see that's what Jesus is the great builder. Everything that we have in our life, everything that in this world, Jesus holds everything together. The little atoms that are all vibrating at a certain uh, frequency, yeah, Jesus holds all this together, is, is keeping everything, because everything is built for Jesus, by Jesus, for him. For him. And uh, uh, we're going on to 3, uh, 14, verse 3. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. See, that's that promise. When the Bible talks about promises, there's, there's one of the promises that Jesus made. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again, and I will receive you to myself. See, because he paid the price for us. He owns us. You're a slave in this world, either way you look at it. Either you're a slave to Satan or you're a slave to Jesus. You know, that's, that's, that's the truth. That's the black and white of it. There's no gray in this world. There, there's, no, there's no bench to go warm. There's, not, there's no bench warmers in this world. You're either playing on Satan's team or you're playing on Jesus' team. 
said, If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That's where I am. There you may be also. And see, for Christians, when we're absent from the body, we're present with the Lord. So if, if you have a Christian brother or sister that recently passed away, he's not laying out there in, in the cemetery. He's not laying in the box. He's not cremated sitting up on the urn. He's in heaven. He's with Christ. Christ takes everything that belongs to him when, when the time has come. Right there again, I will come again and I will receive you to myself. That's where I am. There you may be also. Right there. Right there in the Bible. There you may be also. That's just amazing. Praise God. And there and where I go, you know, and way you, let's see. And where I go, know, and the way you know. Hey, I'm, I'm really messing that one up. Okay, it says, where I go, you know, and the way you know. So he's talking about, you know, we know his path because he's laid it out for us. We know uh, the choose the right and the wrong. And then Thomas asked him, he's asking Jesus, Lord, we know not where you go and how we can know the ways. Oh, that's what he's asking. Thomas is asking him to say, and Thomas says to him, Lord, we know not where you go, and how can we know where you go? And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man can come to the Father but by me. So he's talking about, you know, <clears throat> there's a lot of false religions out there, but Jesus is the only way. Because he says, I am the truth and the life, and no man can come to the Father but by me. It will continue on. If you had known me, you should have known my Father also, and from there hereafter you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it's sufficient for us. So they're asking for the sea God. Jesus says to him, I have been so long time with you, been a long time with them, and yet have not known me. <laughs> they, they didn't realize that God is Jesus. Jesus is God in the flesh. So when back here, when he says, show us the Father, and it, and it suffers us, it, it's enough for us. And Jesus said to him, I've been with you for a long time, and yet you still don't know who I am? Philip, he that has seen me has seen the Father, and he that says has says you, then show us the Father. You see, he that has seen me has seen the Father, and how say you then show us the Father? Believe, believe you not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I speak not to myself, but the Father that dwells in me. And he does the work. 
See, that's what I'm saying. You know, God does, everybody thinks that God just sitting up there not doing nothing, but God's working every day in people's lives. The, people's, uh, the people that are in your lives today, God has placed them in your life. If you have a difficult person in your life right now, God has placed that difficult person in your life for you to learn from that person. You're supposed to have, learn how to love somebody that's difficult. If you got a coworker that you don't like, that is difficult, it's hard to work with, God has placed that difficult worker in your life for a reason. You need to learn how to love them. You need to find a way to love that person. Either you buy them lunch or, or you talk to them, you say something nice to them, you be kind to them, you go out of your way. Maybe it is you just don't know them. Maybe if you, if you took the time out and stopped and talked to them and got to know that person, you might have a lot, of, lot in common with that person. Maybe that person's going through a difficult time that God wants you to pray about for that person. But you're not willing to take the time to go over there and ask them because you're too busy stuck in your own life with all your so many thousand problems that you don't want to deal with another guy's problems. Well, when you got a thousand different problems, the best way to solve those thousand different problems is to pray for people who have a thousand different problems. Don't sit there on your knees and pray for yourself. Lord, I got these thousand different problems. I need you to help me with all these thousand different problems. No. You go find a thousand different, you go find a thousand people with one problem and you pray for them. That's how you fix problems in your life. You pray for other people. If nobody has told you that, if, you, if you've been to church and you've been sitting in the pews and your preacher hasn't told you that, he's not teaching you the word of God. He's, he's up there giving you a show and you're sitting there in the pews for a show. This knowledge is in the book. This is digging in the Bible. This is where you find this this information. Again, it says, "Believe you not in that I am not in the Father, and the Father not in me." He's telling them right there that He is God in the flesh. The word that I speak to you, I speak not on myself. He's not making. He's not. He's not there to do His work. It's, this is not Jesus' work. It's the Father's work. It's God's work that he's doing. But the Father that dwells in me, he does the work. Believe me that I am the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the various work's sake. He's saying, or believe for, you know, the miracles that he's doing. Truly, truly, I say to you, that he that believeth on me, and the works that I do shall he do also. And that's the Christians. We're, get, we're, we're getting close to our 20-minute mark. <clears throat> truly, truly, I say unto you that he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to the Father. He's talking about our works what we do for him. Once we do, once you give your life over to Christ and decide to make that choice and start working for him, you will do great works. Your life will change and you become a different person. You walk down a different path and your life will be great. You know, you can't sit on the bench forever. Time's running out. The reason I'm doing this podcast is because time is running out. I'm, I'm here, I'm, I'm with the bullhorn. This is my bullhorn. I'm standing on my literal street corner. I'm with my sign with that says the end of times. The times are coming. The end of time is coming. I'm pleading with you to change your life and to seek out God and to seek the things of God because it be well with you. 
And if you're listening to this podcast, God has sent you to this podcast because God has sent me, God has asked me to do this and to share his word with everybody and to get this word out there because his word will not return to him void. So pray about that and ask God to come into your life. Prayer for salvation. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner and I admit that my sins separate me from you and I need your forgiveness. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins, and God raised you from the dead. I choose today by faith to invite you into my heart and to take control of my life and to be my Lord and Savior. I'm willing to choose to turn from sin and to return to you. Please forgive me of all my sins. Wash me clean, wash me clean and give me a home in heaven with you when I die. Change me and make me a new person. Help me now to live for Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, uh, uh, so we're probably going to have to stop right there. Uh, so when you get renewed, let's put it that way, when you get renewed, you're still living in that same old body, in that same old shell. Well, the, really the only way to get to uh, working in and uh, getting your steps and start working towards that new person is, you have to read the Bible. Uh, reading the Bible uh, washes you, and uh, real quick, it's on uh, chapter 15. We didn't get there tonight, but on chapter 15 and verse 3, uh, it'll, it'll say that. It said, on chapter 15, I am the true vine. My father is the, the vine dresser. Every branch in me that bear not fruit, he take away, and every branch that bear fruit, he prunes and take away and it prunes it that it may bring forth many fruit now that you are clean through the word which i have spoken to you so it's the word of god that cleans us the holy bible is the word of god and the word of god is what cleans us all that all that junk you've been putting in your head for the last uh uh, many years that you've been uh, going down the road without God in your life. When when you uh, watch movies, when you watch TV, when you're when you're watching uh, uh, things on there, and when you get on the internet and then you watch uh, the uh, pornography and the, and the violent videos and the death videos and uh, you know uh, uh, murder murder rape pillage mayhem videos or imagery that you watch on the on the news and, and, and TV and then it's everywhere all that uh, collective garbage is is in your head and then a lot of people walk around with that garbage and then when they feel like they, they they feel that draw from God they run over there they grab their Bible and they try to read it and they can't understand a thing from it that's because all that garbage is piled up on your heart you know when when the Bible talks about your heart when it says you get a new heart He's talking about your mind. He's talking about your mind. Not, not your physical heart. He's talking about your mind, your mental mind, how you think, a new way of thinking. So, yeah, and, uh, we, that washing, reading the Bible washes all that crap out of your head, gets all that garbage out of your head, and, you know, it, it's good to uh, get all that, uh, all that waste out. Get that out of your head, you know, and, and once you do that and you get that out of your head and you start reading the Bible again, 
you're you're gonna start understanding it and it's gonna start coming alive to you and it's gonna start cracking open and you're gonna start to un- unveil its secrets this this book is has to be mined you, you get your miner's hat on get your miner's pick out and and start picking away at it because it, you have to mine the information out of it you know you you have to do work on this side you know you're not gonna you know, you're, you're, you can't take the Bible and put it under your pillow and sleep on it and expect to know everything in the Bible by morning. That's not going to happen. God doesn't work that way. <clears throat> Trust me, I know I tried it. <clears throat> it didn't work. So you got to read it, and and you got to read it. You got to be. You got to dissect it. You got to take it apart, like we was doing earlier. You take that section, take it apart, and then uh, as we get down the road, we'll we'll start to understand it. We'll get a section how we're where he talks about instruction, then how to apply it to your life. So stick with me and uh, stay on this walk with me. Like I said, this is my personal walk with uh, Jesus Christ. You know, I'm, I'm pretty much a street uh, on the street. This is my digital street corner, and I'm out here with the bullhorn. And if you can hear me, then there's hope for you. And don't quit. This is the first step. You know, the, the once you give your life over to Christ, once you give your life over to Christ, you will one day be like him because he will make sure that happens. The whole thing's rigged. The whole Bible thing's rigged. You're going to end up like Jesus either way. Either if, if you die and you go to heaven and when the rapture happens, your body be raised from the grave and you'll be transformed to Christ-likeness and you'll be like Christ and he'll put you and your body and your soul back together. Or if you're here on the earth and the rapture rapture happens, then you, after those people go up, then you will be caught up. And as you're going up, God is going to transform you to Christ's likeness. All that garbage in your life, all that uh, ill, ill thinking, all that will wash away. And you will become a new creature in Christ. <clears throat> it's going to be great. It's going to be a blast. And I hope to see you all there. It's going to be fun. This part we call a call to action. Again, it's a prayer list request. If you have someone in need of prayer or somebody uh, you need prayer or know someone in need of prayer, you can send the prayer request to Gmail to uh, God's Pathway to Life at gmail.com. Again, that's God's Pathway to Life at gmail.com. And uh, we'll uh, get a prayer request out there for them. Again, uh, if you want, just put their first name only and if it's a family problem, put family, or a medical problem, put medical. And if you want to elaborate, you can do that also in the email. And uh, we'll get some prayers out there, and hopefully we can get some people to pray for uh, someone out there in need. And remember, we grow in Christ <clears throat> in the group. So remember to find a church to attend. Remember to read your Bible and to start praying. It's always good to pray. Prayer is I would say 90% of your walk is going to be in prayer. 10% is going to be reading your Bible and your other devotional things that you do. But a majority of your walk is going to be in prayer. So remember to pray daily and ask God to direct you in the way you need to go and to wash you and clean you and make you, make you right. And so be right, stay good, and treat each other well. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Uh, next time we're going to get together, we're going to talk about 
the rest of John and a little bit on John, John uh, 14 and uh, John 15. So uh, get your Bibles ready. Uh, John 14 and 15 will be our next subject that we're going to talk about. So you all stay good, and remember, uh, say something nice to somebody you don't know. Uh, your friend in Christ, Dave. Bye. <laughs>